Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Spawn of Azathoth. It was written by Doc Herber, and our game master is John Hook. This is episode 18. Our recap will be given by Stuart Lipley as his character, Cornelius Cuthbert. So without any further delays, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Stuart? Hmm. Part of our party returns to the observatory from the Firewatch Tower with horrific news of Bob's mutilated body, along with repeated attacks from rabid birds. <sighs> we later discover that Zeno was actually a patient of Dr. Augustine years before. Shortly after, Edith, Philip, and Dr. Augustine head out to the woods to track down what sounded like Sasquatch, a wounded Sasquatch, in fact, out in the woods somewhere. They discovered a family, a family of them, a Sasquatch, not very trusting of the human investigators as they tended their wounded. Back at the observatory, Dr. Long, Dr. Saladin, and I prepared the observatory for defense against the unknown, perhaps what Dr. Saladin describes as the Migo. Vasily and Dimitri did not believe the danger. They were wrong to disbelieve. The insect creatures came in in the night. As Dr. Long, Dimitri, and Vasily were all excited about viewing Nemesis, Dimitri was pulled up and to his death by those vile creatures. Vasily was horrifically mutilated and puppeted by another shadowy creature, which Dr. Long observed for himself. We managed to fight the creatures off. We laid low, we laid low and hid for a while, waiting for the others to return from the woods. The three fortunately did return, where we all hunkered down for the evening, awaiting the supposed safety of morning. Very good, very good, thank you. And morning it is. What would you guys like to do? Now we have to see if it's safe and get the hell out of here. You think it's safe? I haven't heard any of them or any strange noises for quite some time. Maybe there were only the two. I thought oh. Dr. Long saw a different creature. Did you see a different creature, Dr. Yes, Long? There, was, was, there were three of them it? last night. And well, we've killed two of them. We believe there were four sets of prints that circled both Ms. England's house and the observatory. Well, um, we know they can be killed as long as you, they don't shoot you with their ray gun. Speaking of that curious gun, I wanted to look more at, at it. See if I could take it apart, examine it. Be, be careful. Be careful. To be, to be honest, I don't know which is the front or the back and, and or how it's fired. It melted right through the concrete. Look at that hole. Looks I'll biological. Do my best to take great care. Maybe I'll take it outside. Uh, from the body of the observatory rather than the dome itself, let's look out the windows for um, wildlife infestation before we venture outward. We there are a few windows on the ground floor of the observatory, uh, but they certainly don't encircle 
the observatory. So uh, from a, um, if, if the observatory is the center of a clock, you're probably only going to get visibility from like uh, noon to, to two. And that, that fairly narrow pie shape uh, mm. of visibility, everything else is uh, obstructed by walls you won't be able to see. Right. Well, we'll go out armed, certainly, but if we don't see, you know, four elk with vacant eyes and dripping maws, then we can assume that we're not surrounded, at least. Are we, are we hearing the morning birds like we'd expect, or is it scarily quiet? There is uh, the sounds of, of wildlife outside uh, that you would expect chirping birds and maybe the scurry of squirrels that kind of thing i'm also concerned about hank and the doctor and the people in in town i i hope they haven't fallen prey to these creatures either you have to go there first and then what were you saying about the sasquatches oh there was a family of them multiple of them and one of them Two of them, I'd say, clearly had gotten into a fight with some terrible large thing. One of them perished in the fight. The one that was um, Mr. Cuthbert said had been so disfigured. And another one very, like, I think he lost an arm, a limb, and, and one of them was tending to it. If they, they, had, they were not friendly to us at all. They, we they may have welcome. used that same weapon against them. And it's possible. But yeah, the, it was clear that our presence wasn't welcome. We had considered maybe just bringing food to them, but I, I don't, I don't want to anger them any further. I would love to try and communicate with them at some point. Yeah, I, I think it, it, we might serve multiple purposes if we go to town and buy produce that we can share with the primates Preachers, that we yes. saw. Uh, but it's also, we, we need to go back up there, not only out of curiosity regarding land, but the other cave that might contain. There was another cave. There's a cave above the cave the Sasquatches yes. were in that was, that was somewhat occluded with stones and that was uh, giving off a strange light. It might be one of the nemesis predecessor. It might be the one that tore through the canopy. But yes. it's, it's something that we perhaps should learn about regarding the nemesis uh, you, question. Now that we've slept and I've got a clearer mind, doesn't it seem to you that these alien Migo, they might be after that very object and that's why they've shown up now and we just happen to be in the way or at least they think that we're in the way, and they think that the Sasquatches are in the way too. They've been attacked as well. So you're saying that these three fantastical things are coincidentally all coming together. The existence of Sasquatch, Migo, and, and a nemesis are independent of one another? Perhaps the Migo were drawn by the the nemesis, the meteor? The meteor, right. Um, it's mostly my hypothesis that uh, the crash was a Migo craft. Well, you know, things... actually that might make more sense because there is no huge crater. 
Yes, we could see the burn, the burns through the trees. That's true, but we didn't find a crater. There should be a crater. Anything large enough to penetrate the atmosphere and hit the ground would have to be fairly large, wouldn't it, Doctor uh, Doctor Long? Yes, uh, the the impact would have been more substantial, uh, or evidence of it, at least somewhat, some kind of crater. But no, there is the only the only thing I've seen is a scarring on the trees. And if the Migo mm. were simply trying to get us out of the way, why go through all the trouble of dissecting those around? I mean, if they were simply removing obstacles, they are clearly capable of just doing that. So if I put that together with Dr. Baxter, maybe it landed. It didn't hit the ground. Do any of you have a hypothesis as to what's going on with these, the wildlife here? Is that something the Migo are doing? Maybe were, it's an effect. It, and I, Mr. Cuthbert, I don't, you, I don't believe you saw what the Migo have done to people, but it, cl it clearly looks like they have some kind of passing interest in experimentation. Possibly this is some horrific modifications they're doing on purpose. Their, their understanding of anatomy is, is impeccable, and they have a, quite the interest in biology and uh, neurology if, uh, if they're taking of brains and they're controlling of nervous systems as any indication. So they might be capable of some kind of pathogen uh, that's responsible for the animal's behavior. But... Perhaps it's just the exhaust of their spaceship that causes or uh, radiation. Did we decide whether we could talk about radiation yet or not? I'm sure we can. Yeah. We, know, we know radioactive things exist, but they've They've not been known to cause any sort of effect like this. So I guess it's just a question of whether we just hightail it back to Providence or whether we check out that cave you talked about. I mean, what do we want to do if we find a meteorite? Do we want to take it for ourselves or? Well, we certainly need to document it uh, or bring the appropriate authorities. Now, I think uh, if the wildlife outside seems not hazardous, then we uh, go to Garrison, ensure that the populace there is intact and not rabid or, you know, yeah. devoid of brains. Um, we buy as much uh, produce as Mrs. England did as we can to take as a propitiatory gesture toward our hirsute gigantic friends. Hairy friends. And then we um, carefully investigate the, the other cave. And we do this all very well armed because we can see that you can kill them. And during the day. We, we have a time limit. Uh, I don't want to be up here on this mountaintop uh, come nightfall. Not again. Uh, those of you who found uh, the unfortunate ranger, Bob, do you have an idea of when he was uh, decraniated? We have been talking to Bob often, like several times before we went to see him. I can't imagine it would have been more than several mm -hmm. hours or a day. No, I don't think it was, because obviously I look, I examined him. But no, I, I doubt it was too long before. 
so they can be active in the day, perhaps if they take precautions. Honestly, we know nothing about them. They might be just as active in the day. No. We just have to be... The, the, the disadvantage is we'll be able to see them coming from a long way off. I, I would like to make another point just because I don't know much about this man. I just know him from correspondence with uh, my mental friend. Uh, but he let me in on a albino man and he was ranting about him when I was putting him in mental care. He was saying he was in the forest, so if there is a crazy albino man, maybe we should uh, watch out for him as well. Well, if there wasn't anybody else walking around, they might be uh, in the same condition as everybody else. The albino None of from the... Dr. Arlo, ignore what we're about to say, but do you think the albino from Ulthar? I, I don't think, Zeno, I know. Why would he be here? Ulthar sounds like a nice vacation place. It is. So I'm sure in the right state of mind. Long, did you witness this yourself, or are we going on our poor unfortunate friend? No, the only, the only reason our poor and fortunate friend knows about it is because I mentioned it to him. Ah. I was the one who, who spotted the the albino man in the woods the other day. I know you don't believe me half of the time, but all of these are definitely portents. Like you say, it's not just a, co a coincidence. All of this is taking place right here, right now. And here we are. And I supposedly have an answer in my brain that I'm unaware of. We're here for a reason. The thing, the Sasquatch thing, I believe is unrelated. It's there. They, like everybody else around here, are more just collateral damage. The, the uh, Ranger Marshall and uh, Miss England knew about them, and Marshall knew that. Miss England knew about them, but they neither of them seem to have known about the Migo. So they seem to be a recent addition to the situation. I think Sylvia knew something about whatever crashed to Earth. She was very cagey about it. She kept telling me that there was nothing, there was nothing, but it didn't seem like she was being well, that, that is perhaps because of its proximity to the Sasquatch. The, the Sasquatch, because of that glowing cave. If whatever came from the sky settled near where they live, going to the thing from the sky would have led us to the Sasquatch, which you wanted to protect. Mm. So I believe they are linked more by location and pro like by proximity than they are through sure. a, a meaningful connection or a purposeful one. If we find that it's a Migo ship hidden in the, the cave. Should we try to destroy it? Well, they certainly aren't friendly. We tried to melt you. I wonder if being made of the same plutonian elements that the creatures themselves appear to be, whether it has dissolved already the way their carapaces seem to. At any rate, uh, we'll need two trucks to go to Garrison. 
Uh, so everyone take up a weapon. Uh, it looks clear out, you know, this through the windows next to the, I, I guess we boarded up the windows by the, by the main yeah, door. I, I, I did. I, I... We'll take that down and have a good look out. Okay. okay. Assuming Question. we see nothing troubling. Yes. For, for the three of you that saw the, the Sasquatch and the K, the family of them, was there just one that was horribly burned or were many of them horribly burned? The, the burned one that you described is no longer among us or among them. It was dead at the outside of the cave. Within, we found one that had been in recent battle and was still bleeding. We also saw one of your insect crab friends' limbs in the forest. So we think we came across the aftermath of a battle uh, in which the uh, mammal... Uh, killed the insect, but it cost. Well, it's interesting that the these Migo haven't taken the brains of any of the Sasquatch. The only the only things that are missing. If there's a family of Sasquatch, could there be more families of Sasquatch? Presumably, there must be. Oh, possibly. We don't know that they have. Uh, but the. Uh, but, uh, but I, they didn't take. They don't seem to be. They don't seem to care about hiding the bodies. You know, it's not like they found uh, lobotomized creatures back in that family cave. Nor are they taking I, animal brains. No. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if some scattered around this mountain there were other disassembled animals like Mrs. England's dog. It's just that, you know, they would be dispersed and they out of doors rapidly by other critters. Perhaps they're collecting souls like the devil. When you saw the carapace, the, the, the leg, the severed leg, was it in the process of dissolving into goo? Because the creatures we killed here dissolved. It, it was, we, we would not have seen the, the claw itself had we not stepped into a viscous fluid that was presumably the process. The rest of it. Yes. Okay. It's, it's odd because they look quite substantial, but they dissolved like they were made out of some sort of fungus, like a mushroom with telequesis that uh, disintegrates inky caps very strange because something so hard and so lethal i wouldn't think that it would dissolve like that well it's interesting that their um peculiar weapon also survives them it's not as though everything that comes from their realm is unstable here but their bodies seem to be well as perhaps because it is still intact if if we damage that device, those weapon devices of theirs, they might also dissolve. Maybe. It might be supported by fluid or something. And once that is ruptured, the whole structure collapses. Like a banana plant. Yeah. Uh, are we all uh, emotionally girded for garrison? Should we so. put yes. coffee on yeah. first or just um, gather in the trucks? 
yeah, that's, that's, let's get the hell out of here. Yes. <sighs> Two in the back of each truck with shotguns. I like that formation. For killing anything that flies over us. Remind me when we come back, uh, we should see if there are records we can contact Dimitri and Vasily's family. Hmm. Also, based on your description, we should keep an eye out for Dimitri or a facsimile thereof. You didn't see him die and you saw Vasily being manipulated. Right. Um, and we've got all of that. I, as I recall at the end of the last episode, we grabbed all the books and records and things. Uh, yes, you uh, ran and just quickly grabbed those, but yeah. Uh, who knows if there's anything else, but you, you grab that kind of stuff and then um, kept it overnight in order to kind of have something to read while you were staying vigilant all night. Let's go. All right, let's go. I agree. All right. What time is it? Eight o'clock? Seven o'clock? Uh, yeah, eight o'clock in the morning. Um, uh, and then... Uh, I just want to clarify just a couple of things. Uh, great conversation, by the way. It was never my understanding when you guys were up in the mountains near the Sasquatch home. Um, I tried to describe almost like that elevated valley up there between the, the two rises. It never seemed to me, at least, that anyone ever traversed all the way to the north end of that which is where by looking through the at the tops of the trees you believe if there was an impact that it would have been at that far north end and i don't recall ever anyone saying that they went all the way to the north end there to take a look i had always but again you know that's we're playing theater of the mind so i may have misinterpreted or misunderstood any intentions but i don't think anyone has ever gone all the way to the end that north end and possibly had something to see or not. So, uh, just to kind of bring in question anything about a about an impact site. Oh, okay. and then and then the uh, other thing is that uh, Edith was uh, wanting to look at the uh, weapon. Um, uh, throughout all this conversation, I can imagine while that's all going on that she's probably looking at this. So, I'd like to have that scene if we sure. may before we. Yes, travel like anywhere. To examine this. <laughs> um, so it is uh, approximately the size of um, of a, a butter a, a spaghetti squash. Okay, about the size of a spaghetti squash, um, and it has um, just kind of looking at it. It does have both like a uh, a fibrous uh, plant-like uh, structure, but it also all, it seems to have almost like a, a, a chitinous, uh, almost insect-like um, exterior as well, uh, like a, some kind of, you know, uh, exoskeleton. Mm -hmm. um, it has a, a section where it almost looks like uh insect you know like beetle like wings where there's a, a hard covering that would kind of open up and so there it looks like you could spread 
that open if you so desired and then uh, and i guess your mind because of beetles and ladybugs and stuff like that your mind is telling you that's the top right and so then if you flip it over uh to what you your mind is telling you this is the belly um it almost has uh these little uh sectioned portions of the uh, of the chitin that uh, uh, you, you haven't you haven't like depressed them, but your fingers have kind of tested them a little bit, and it seems like they could uh, maybe be squished, like you you could maybe depress them. But then the front, you know, where you think a head should be, and where you think a tail structure should be, um, those are just more basically rounded and have more of the uh, of the plant. Uh, almost like a gourd kind of effect where you know everything kind of grows together where you could almost imagine a stem may have been there but it's not there is no stem it's it's and it's not quite a sphincter but it just kind of comes to a to a point you know where it, it all kind of grows together and it's a like a little circular knob on either end as well so it's a you know it's a strange thing it's whatever you know it is strange and do i get the feeling um do i get the sense that the buttons would be what would cause it to fire do you i mean you i'm not going, you to, pre- I'm not going to press that, you get a anything. sense that on the on the belly on the belly portion right. you get a sense like like you could push or squeeze or depress that right and then on the back portion you get a sense like you could you know spread it open but um well. I'm, I'm assuming you haven't spread it open yet no. you, you kind of get a sense like oh I, right. I, I wonder if i could move that and oh that that seems a little like i could depress that but you haven't done that yet gotcha okay well i don't think it's wise to attempt to fire this weapon inside of the observatory so uh, i will note all of that information and um gentlemen do you think we should take this with us or leave it here i'm almost concerned about leaving it bring it with us okay and and there are dose. There are two of them. Yes, we, no, no, mind the buttons on the side when you pick it up. I, let's I actually that might be... quiet. Let's um, let's carry them with us, but not loose. Let's pack them in a little Excelsior and like cigar right. boxes or something, so that yes, they don't get jostled and fire a soup st- you know, a foot wide hole in us or Hank or. Yes, if, the if there's time, more of them out there. It could be back for them. It could be something that uh, advances human technology um, 10,000 years into the future. Who knows? God forbid. Good thing we fought the war to end all wars already. Exactly. Just wait for the year 2000. That'll never be a year 2000. <laughs> uh, okay. I, uh, who's good? Who's driving? I mean, I'll take my truck. I'll, I'll I'll take shotgun. Literally, I'll sit in the back with the shotgun. <laughs> oh, um, going out to the trucks, um, looking all over the ground around the trucks. Does it look like those creature-like footprints are all around the trucks, or does it look like the trucks were left alone? Um, I mean, you know what you're looking for now, so a careful inspection of the grounds around the trucks you don't uh, discover any any tracks. Okay, well, that's good. I think are we they, placed at least one of them in a barn. Right, are they both in the barn with the mule? The mule's name Lenin? Trotsky. Trotsky. 
There, there's one truck in the stable, and there were two of them outside. Yeah. The Ranger Marshal's truck is in the stable. Right, and let's leave that there. Seems wise. So Edith's truck and Sylvia's truck, you guys are going to use those? Yes. So Edith, you're driving your truck, and then Zeno, I'm a little confused. You said shotgun, but then in the back. So are I'm, you in the I'm, bed of the truck? I'm in the bed of the truck with the shotgun. Bed of the truck. All right. I does, feel lucky. Does anyone want to, you feel lucky, does anyone want to ride in the cab with Edith? Oh, I'll ride in the cab if you don't mind, Edith. No, I, of course, I'm pretty handy with my with my handgun, but not so much with the shotgun. Okay, so then uh, are you all going to divide three by three? And so who wants to be driving Sylvia's truck? I will drive Sylvia's truck. I've driven it before on okay. the way back from the fire tower. So, And does anyone want to ride in the cab with Frederick? Or do uh, does both Arlo, do both the good doctors want to uh, uh, go hillbilly style and be in the, in the bed of the truck? Uh, Augustine, I, I, I'll feel I feel comfortable keeping a wide arc of, at the sky. Uh, so if you want to ride in the cab like a civilized person, you've just come out of this mad house. So, well, maybe, uh, maybe I want. I, I don't really get to sit in in the back very often. So maybe I will experience uh, this different nature. And I'll okay. be in the bed. If you're comfortable along with us both being in the rear, we'll uh, keep our backs to the windows so we can wrap on it if there's something to attend you. Okay, so both doctors are in the bed of the truck with Frederick inside the uh, truck driving by himself. And no one is going to stay behind and guard the observatory. I don't think anyone should nope. be alone. Yeah, nobody should be alone. Okay. Oh, Zeno, do you want me to ride back there with you, or if you want to? Uh, yeah, it might be safer, like you were thinking originally. Uh, Edith, you think that'd be okay? Uh, you up front by yourself? That's perfectly fine. All right, all right, because I'll have a better firing arc in case anything happens in the open bed of the truck. And we use our belts to strap us together so that we can stand in the back. And, <laughs> cars and, then, when, and then when one of you gets yanked up into the sky, the other one goes right with them. See, but our added weight will make it harder for them. Yeah, Should go. we put a, a little cache of our collected texts somewhere? On the floor in the front of the car. Oh, with us. Okay. Yeah, no, take them with us. Well, that way, okay. if we die, there won't be any record whatsoever of anything that happened. All right. Okay. You guys good to go? All right. Uh, you saddle up. So Edith is driving her vehicle with Dr. Zeno and Cornelius in the bed of the truck armed and watching the skies and the land around for crazed animals i assume uh frederick is driving the other vehicle with uh dr arlo and dr philip in the back of that truck uh on guard duty as well i assume sitting on okay. opposite sides of the of the bed 
facing each other so that we can see. So we can shoot each other. Just <laughs> so you're, so you're, in, you're in each other's firing arc. I love it. All right. Uh, perfect. Perfect. Uh, so people who are in the beds of the trucks, you guys are watching off to the sides of the Correct. of the and truck. Back. Sides and back. And then the drivers are looking ahead. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. So, um, uh, as a reminder, um, the the little you know uh, path. Really, it's not even a road. It's just a a worn, rutted path. The path that comes up into this uh, mountain area uh, comes up from Garrison uh, and goes right by Sylvia England's ranch, and then it it divides in a Y. Uh, and in one direction, it goes towards the uh, observatory, and the other direction goes towards the fire tower. Uh, and so, as you guys are leaving the observatory, you're you're heading down that you know branch of the Y, and you're approaching the junction uh, to where you have the option to turn and head uh, towards Garrison, or kind of you know sort of stay straight and head up towards the fire tower. So um, as you guys are trundling along, um, you can see, you know, just the drivers since no one else is really looking that direction. But Edith and Frederick can see ahead of them uh, up on the rise. Um, there's there's that fire tower uh, up there, and uh, and so as you're as you're kind of driving and kind of you know it's in your line of sight there, like oh there's the fire tower. Um, the fire tower suddenly has uh, a series of incredibly blinding bright white lights kind of flash on the fire tower and um, and you see what looks just like a cloud of debris expanding and then you both hear and feel the rumbling that's occurring and you can almost see you almost can see the wind the the wall of wind coming at you as trees are felling uh off in each direction and suddenly this gigantic uh concussive blast slams into both vehicles so I need the drivers to each make a uh, drive auto roll with penalty dice. And um, everyone who's in the backs of the vehicles may attempt jump rolls. Yeah, that's a failure. <laughs> yeah, 85 is nowhere close. To okay. Yes, also, 99 is a failure. Oh, that's lovely, lovely. Um, I got a 37 out of 20, but I'll spend the 17 luck points. Okay. Yeah, same deal, except 34 instead of 37 on our base jump of 20. Rather than breakneck. And Cornelius? All right. So my jump is 20. I have 40 luck. I rolled 60. If I spend all of it. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, I don't want to die, so 
I will spin. I will spin forty luck. I've already taken hit points damage. I, I can't. I. Oh okay. God! It's. It's. I. I also need Edith and Frederick to make con rolls, please. Oh, no. All right, I'll spend seven luck to pass. Yeah, I'll spend the luck. I'm definitely <laughs> spending the luck. Okay. Luck today. As the flashes of light were starting to occur, those occurred when you were not actually looking at the tower. So you were able to kind of protect your eyes. And so you are neither of you are blinded by the uh, flashes of light. The blast strikes the vehicles and they are picked up and tossed like toys like children throwing toy trucks in a sandbox both these trucks go flying um the gentlemen who made successful jump rolls are able to jump out of the way and i need each of you to please roll a d6 four Dr. Baxter. Five. Okay. Whatever you rolled, that's how much damage you take. But you take that damage and kind of roll with it. And, and you know, I assume you're going to be a-okay. Um, Dr. Augustine. Dr. Augustine. You rolled a 99. Uh-huh. Um, so I would have asked you to roll a d10 for damage but because of your fumble you're going to max out and you're taking 10 points of damage as your body is is tumbled and tossed and and battered by the by that metal truck as it's flipping through the air okay Mm -hmm. edith and frederick i need each of you to please roll a d10 Oh, dude. Edith, you were wearing your rudimentary seatbelt. Good job. That's a nine. 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 Um, I'm at zero HP, by the way. Okay. And that would have been a uh, make it give me a con roll since that was clearly going to be a major wound. Um, no, that's a 98. So 33 is a pass. That's a fail on the con roll. <laughs> okay. Fuck! Uh, Cornelius, um, with zero luck, you are unconscious. Okay. So you jump free, you took your two points of damage, and uh, you're relatively safe, but you're unconscious. Unconscious, okay. That actually um, might be good, laying low in all of this I suspect I suspect that Dr. Saladin and Dr. Baxter survived despite the amount of damage that they took. I'm down to two points. So roll make a con roll, see if you what you suffered is a major wound. I got twenty-eight out of fifty. So So it's not. You solid so you took tough. the damage, but you're 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 solid. Dr. Baxter, how was your uh, damage? Uh, I, I rolled a five, and I had five hit points, apparently. I don't remember how Baxter got injured, but I'm dog. at zero hit points. I don't remember probably either. Dog. It's probably the dog. Probably right? the dog. Uh, so uh, go ahead and yeah. ma- make a con roll, if you will, 
Dr. Baxter? Uh, uh, 30 is good. Okay. So uh, you don't, you're not dying. Uh, you're at zero hit points, but you are not dying. Uh, so you're just unconscious, but heavily battered. Um, uh, the, the, the concussive wind continues to blow for several seconds, and then it finally dies down. Um, Edith and Frederick, you guys are trapped in your vehicles. Uh, they're kind of crushed around you a bit. Um, and we, uh, we're not real sure what's going on with, uh, uh Dr. Augustine, uh, Dr. Saladin, um, your ears are ringing. You've just got that kind of tinnitus effect going. Uh, and as you kind of, uh, push yourself up off the ground, um, you look around and, uh, you do see, uh, Dr. Baxter and, and Cornelius, um, they seem to be just laying on the ground, uh, but you can see their chest rising, so they're breathing. Uh, and then the vehicles are off the rutted area and have been slammed into some, uh, into like a, a ditch area type of thing, you know, just a, a rut in the, in the, in the earth. And uh, they seem quite twisted. Um. Should I roll luck to see if I kept a hold of my weapon or if it went flying? Uh, no, it's gone. Okay. It, I, it, you might be able to recover it, but... John, I sent, you a, I sent you a message, John. Maybe you haven't seen. <laughs> He's been Cordova. <laughs> Got it. Um, well, I'm, I'm badly injured, but I'm, I'm surviving. So I'm starting to crawl towards the nearest person. Is it Cornelius? Uh, yes. All right. So I'm crawling towards Cornelius. Cornelius. And I'm tapping him on the leg, I guess. Uh, you can see that he probably needs some medical attention of some sort, just first aid. All right. I'm going to roll first aid to see if I can stop any bleeding or anything that's going on. Okay. Huh, 81. Yeah, I'm not strong enough at the moment. Ah, okay. Too badly injured. You got a hole right here. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Baxter is laying there also. And of course, the two trucks are there. Nothing's on fire? No. Possibly that uh, tremendous wind, if there was a blaze, blew it out. Right. Um, I look back up towards the fire station. You have a very clear view up that side of the mountain as as foliage and, and just everything seems to have been uh, wiped out, blasted out in a way. And it just looks like a, a scar on the earth as it's been cleared out. So I'm going to yell out, who's away? Who's who's conscious? Edith, uh, it's Edith, help! <laughs> I'm trapped. <laughs> I think right. I, feel, I feel okay, though. I'm, uh, I I'm got gonna, better. I'm going to crawl towards the, the car, or the truck, where Edith okay. is. All right. And if there's anybody else along the way, like Dr. Frederick, I suppose we all just got blown in the same direction. Yeah, everyone just kind of tumbled in the similar direction. 
so yeah, you're at the vehicle. Uh, the windows are smashed. Uh, you can see Edith has taken some su superficial cuts, but she seems to be okay uh, for the most part. Can I just but, crawl uh, out of the window? Or is yeah, like with, with some assistance, you know, Dr. Okay. Saladin, there's no role necessary. He's able to he's able to help you get out. Great. I'm going to look around to see who needs the most help and maybe try to yeah. <laughs> help. help! <laughs> Dr. Long. I'm starting to crawl over towards Dr. Long. Where is uh, Cuthbert? Cuthbert is, see if you can help Dr. Cuthbert. I mean, uh, okay. Cuthbert. Okay. Everybody's a doctor today. Everybody's <laughs> a doctor. So okay. Philip is, is on the road. He was mm -hmm. near uh, Cornelius. And again, both of them were unconscious, but breathing. And uh, so you, you extracted Edith. And so the other truck you assume contains uh, Dr. Long and Dr. Augustine. Even though he was in the back of the truck uh, uh, with uh, Dr. Baxter, but right. he's, not in the, he's not in the road like Baxter was. So I'll climb over to uh, the other truck with Dr. Long. And uh, is the window broken? Yes. Is he hanging upside down inside? Um, he's, uh, uh, what's your hit points? What's your current hit points? Uh, Two. Okay. I so, nine, but I passed my con roll. So he's in a heap. He's in a heap, but you can see that he's breathing. And uh, and calling out to him does waking him up. Okay. Oh, God, what happened? Uh, I to have no idea it was instantaneous whatever it was i think Let's, i bruised a rib yeah i think i broke my legs <laughs> it's, um um dr augustine and i, I think dr uh, philip is over on the road but i'm not sure where dr augustine went i'm gonna try catapulted. to yeah look for him look in the vehicle okay. see where i'm, I'm helping is. frederick out if i can Okay, yeah, it's just like getting Edith out. You can get him out. Uh, Edith, give me a spot hidden. That's a pass. Regular success. Okay. Um, so it seems like you guys may have been at the uh, at the very edge of the uh, of the blast radius, and so there are some some trees that are standing not too far away. Um, and Edith, as you look up, um, you see uh, Doctor Augustine. Uh, twisted up among the uh, tree limbs up there. Oh, oh. oh we but need to get him. We need to get him. It looks like he may be breathing. You see, you see uh, bubbles of blood at his lips. Oh, that's oh. not good. I don't. I don't. You're not supposed to move people that have been injured. I don't know what. How do we help him? I don't know. We're injured. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I. I'm, I think I'm probably the most okay person here. I, oh gosh, check on I, Dr. I think Phillip. he's one that. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll go. To, I'll go check on uh, Dr. Baxter. Okay. Um, it looks like he probably needs some first aid. Right. Uh, I'll try to perform some first aid on him. I have rudimentary first aid. I'm gonna check and see if my legs are in fact broken or just really hurt. It's just a regular pass. It's um, yeah. I'm gonna spend the three points of luck, but that's a regular pass. Okay. Uh, Dr. Baxter, restore one hit point. 
and you can wake up. But you Once are. Once I see him coming to, I'm going to rush he's over. He's coming to, to, but he feels awful. Just, just, just stay lying down. I'll be back. I'm going to rush over to Cuthbert. Do I need to do a first aid on him as well? Yes. Ooh, I don't have to spend for that one. Just a regular success. And Cuthbert, you restore one hit point. Yes. And you awaken, but feel oh. awful. Oh my god, what happened? I'm going to oh, try to find a gun. There was flashes of light. The There were things. There were things on the fire tower when I was there. They must have been explosives of some kind. Yeah, oh. the lights too we need to help we need to help dr augustine he's in a tree i don't what he's in oh a tree i don't know how we're gonna get to him I'll, I, I'm, I'll try to climb the tree i suppose i don't I think fall I can do and it. hurt yourself because then we'll all be hurt <laughs> if you climb the tree then don't fall you, it's not as though you can carry him down that's true uh i guess you could take up uh gauze and assess him but you know don't climb any higher than you you're capable yeah, how high up in the tree is he he's about 15 feet okay if i fall i won't die <laughs> but if you i'll, break I'll risk your it. arms or break your wrist or leg he looks like he's dying I, he needs help yeah, we need to uh, to stop the bleeding and stabilize him, and then. Uh... So you know the man's dying. You have to put your past with him behind. People must have seen that flash. All the oh, you the think? <laughs> they must have felt that damn flash. <laughs> Maybe they'll come up and rescue us. If we can oh. stabilize Doctor Arlo, or um, we might be able to get some rope from the observatory and and. Uh, it's some sort of pulley system. The but observatory, how the hell are we supposed to get back up to the observatory? How far away do you think That's we a hill. Let's, let's see if at least Dr. Dr. Frederick and I can try and stabilize Edith. And maybe we oh. can get him down, keep him from hitting the ground if you pull Dr. Arlo. Okay. okay. If, with your assistance, Edith may make a climb roll with a bonus die. What's the base for climb? Because I don't see it on my sheet, which means I don't 20%. Percent. Come on, bonus die. Just gonna get a 90. Woo, I'll spend the eight points. All right. Blowing through my luck today. Okay. <laughs> yes. This is uh, so you, with the assistance of the gentleman, you're able to get up high enough and you can, you know, kind of move an arm that seems to be twisted and folded in the wrong direction and then kind of unattach him from the limbs and bring him down and guide him down okay so you, you're um, able to get augustine to the ground how far is this junction from the observatory um it's probably only about now that you're going to be walking mm-hmm. uh it's probably about a 10 minute walk okay I'm going to go. The third truck is at the observatory. We can all fit inside of it. We need to get you guys to the doctor in garrison. I'm going to, I, I feel fine. I can do it. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to look around for a gun though. If I can, I, find I one actually quickly. feel pretty good 
I'm I'm feeling a lot better, and I didn't take too much damage. Thank okay. you for that great patch-up job. I'm, I'm actually pretty well. You look great, but you also look like you're all out of luck. I yeah. know. You uh, and restore one point of luck, you know, because at zero you're unconscious. So uh, with that uh, uh, first aid, you got one point of luck as well. So you're oh, at, you're at one. Thank you. Um, okay, so Edith and Cornelius, you guys both want to go back to the observatory to get a truck. Yeah. Is there? I, I would like I to look around for a weapon. Yeah. You're uh, give nervous. me a spot hidden. We've got. Oh, yeah. All over I could the look ground. for mine. Uh, I, probably Cuthbert and anybody who had a handgun instead of a shotgun, they might it might be pretty near them. Whereas the shotguns went flying with the trucks. I had yeah. I had a pistol. I'm I'm assuming it's. Oh, if you were inside the cab of the truck, your weapons are with you. It was oh, only okay. if you were in the. I bed still of the truck. I still have my shotgun. Woo. Yes. I, yeah. I rolled an 08 for Woo. my uh, finding my handgun. All right, you found your handgun and a shotgun. Oh, that's wow. good. Yeah, I'd like to lean against this rock or shrub or something right. with a gun just in case. Does, Here, does anyone want to give Dr. Arlo first aid? Yes, I was trying to oh, say that. Yeah, I'm really good at that. Or actually, I'll uh, let Doctor do it. I mean, let okay. Cuthbert do it then. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I used to do this in the war. Boom. Ooh, that's a hard, hard pass. 22 All right. out of 71. Okay. Um, uh, Dr. Augustine, you can have one hit point, uh, but uh, did we do a con roll for you? Uh, yeah, I failed it. <laughs> okay. 98, I believe. Yeah. 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 So um, so you, you have stabilized him, but uh, Cornelius, your uh, medical background in the war has told you that unless... Dr. Augustine receives actual uh, medical treatment. So someone who can, who can do with equipment, do a medicine roll on him, uh, that he is, um, the deck is stacked against him. Is what you, your, your, your opinion is that he's not long for this world. So yeah. he definitely needs uh, yeah, we, medical we need attention. That truck. We need that truck All for right, Dr. Let's go. Augustine or he's a dead man. All right. Watch, keep your eyes up, upward. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> My gun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Edith and Cornelius go back to the observatory. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, so you guys are trucking uh, on foot back up. What does everyone else do uh, at the crash site? Sit on the ground and uh, reassess every decision in my life that's gotten me to this point. <laughs> Uh, make sure that I'm not going to die because I'm in a great deal of pain but I don't think I'm too bad off other than I think I'll recover. Are both quickly. of the trucks on their roofs or sides or? Yeah, they're both on their sides but you can also see that the uh, the the a lot of torque was applied to the body of the vehicles and so they they're twisted the the axis is no longer uh straight and uh the transaxles are are also not parallel to each other anymore yeah i mean i'm just sitting here trying to uh mentally keep my organs from bleeding into my body cavity 
and uh, checking to see that the shotgun might fire if we get uh, a visitor. Okay. Yes, Cornelius. Did, did, did we leave already or, or did I have a moment to think like, oh, Dr. Long doesn't look too well either. Maybe I should. You could do that. Yeah, you could oh. do that if you'd like. Oh, yeah. Here, let's uh, just one second before we head, head out. Let me take a look at that Dr. Long. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Sorry. There I. Did you just kill Dr. Long? <laughs> I don't have any. Mr. Luck. with I... no luck. Well, okay. Sorry about that. Um... Let me apply push this it. tracheotomy push to you. Push it. No, I. I, uh, oh, oh, can you push? No, no, no. You oh, can no. push it. No. Why? I don't have a major wound. No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, I, I rolled a 98. Um, so I'll just, um, I guess, leave it at, at a fail. Yeah. No, it's just God, a fail. Just leave me alone. Just leave, just sorry. leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> sorry. Okay. So uh, those at the wreckage um, are, are armed a little bit. And uh, and are just kind of keeping watch. All right, Edith and Cornelius, you guys are uh, walking back to. Uh, <laughs> I won't penalize you, Doctor Cornelius, uh, or, or uh, Mister Cuthbert. I mean, um, so you guys uh, walk back to the observatory, and uh, so yeah, after ten minutes, you're 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 slowly dragging your feet as you return to the observatory straight for the barn i know that's where the truck is yeah yeah right there right there with you okay um uh hold on just a second edith you go and uh you're opening up the uh, barn to get to the truck um Mr. Cuthbert. Oh, who's that? Was did did you did you did you hear that? What is what, what's wrong? What's wrong? Is, is that was that Dimitri? I could have sworn I just heard Dimitri. Jesus. We need to let's let I don't. I don't like the sound of that. Let's get back. Let's get no, into the no, barn. He's, he's he's injured. It sounds like it sounds like he's he's hurt his legs. D Dimitri, where are you? Cornelius, sh 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 we we know they can sound like other people, can't they? We've heard them talk like other people. But that's usually when they're buzzing, though, isn't it? This this is you're not hearing this. No, make I don't a, hear it. Make a listen roll, Doctor. Uh, I mean, uh, Cuthbert. Uh, yep, succeed. Uh, regular standard pass. Standard pass. Uh, it's hard to hear. Um, so it doesn't seem clear enough for you to, to ascertain anything other than you can hear his voice from yeah, the nearby from the nearby wood line. Yeah, I, I I know I know the these creatures can trick you, but it's isn't it usually with a buzzing? This, this is this is his voice. You're you're not hearing that. I thought Doctor Long said it sounded like Vasily was talking to him in his voice, and that's what tricked him into going into the room. 
Uh, Isn't wasn't that the case when the thing was moving him like a puppet? I, it sounded uh, like Vasily. I, I I don't know. I'm second guessing myself. I <laughs> I'm rather terrified at this moment. I I don't want to see. Well, Dimitri's your friend. But what do you think? I I don't I don't think he survived whatever that was last night. And and our friends are dying. I think we need to. I think we need to get this truck and go. No, I, oh, I, shit. I, you're not hearing that. You're really not no, hearing I hear that. No, I hear it. I hear it, Cornelius. I don't. Is it that his voice or not? Oh, that, 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 I think that's him. Well, okay, we could we could just sort of. Legs. We could. Where are you? Okay, can we take? I take a few steps in the direction I think he's in, but I have my uh, my handgun drawn. Okay. Give me a spot hidden. All right. Oh, there it is. That's a hard success. Okay. Um, yeah, with a hard success, you think you see a shape um, in the woods. Um, it looks like it's maybe 25 feet or so in the woods, but it's um, you can't tell exactly what it is, but it doesn't seem to be very big. He might be, he might be slumped on the ground. Okay, but it's more of a human-like shape, not like some big arachnid sort of shape. It's it's not a big arachnid shape, but it's hard to tell. It it could be a human slumped on the ground. Okay, that's it. Well, I, I think I see him. Uh, okay, I take a few more steps. I'm not going to be foolish and come right up to him. I've got my 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 uh, handgun drawn. I take you know five more steps in that direction, kind of trying to clear okay. whatever's blocking my view if there's a tree here Edith, what are you gonna around. do i'm desperately getting the barn open i just want to be ready for a quick exit okay so you're gonna go get the truck yes all right edith is getting the truck cornelius um as you are kind of going a little more and deeper into the woods you think you see something um big almost like a garbage can or some sort over there something big but it's not human it, it looks cylindrical like a garbage can. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, fuck this. Okay, I'm out of here. Uh, I'm starting to go back towards this truck. You can, uh, you can hear, Edith? you can hear almost like a voice through a, through a tin, you know, uh, people might do the tin can kind of, you know, to, to amplify their voice. Oh, yeah. You hear that uh, coming from the garbage can over there. And you hear Dimitri going, help, I can't feel my legs. Okay, don't you worry. Dimitri, we'll be right back as I'm oh, going no. quickly back towards the truck. Uh, Edith, uh, get in, get in, the, get, get in. We need to go. Get in. Help yeah. me. Oh, wait, no, that's right. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're tearing out of here. As soon, yeah. as, as, soon as he gets in the truck, we're gone. That was human. That was was some, it was it Dimitri? Did you see anything? It, it it wasn't a human. It was some sort of canister. That's shape. all I need to hear. Let's go. <laughs> it was buzzing his voice. All right, all right. So yeah, the truck tears out. You know, gravel's being kicked up, and uh, and you guys make it back to the crash site. Oh, they're still alive. <clears throat> <laughs> let's go let's go let's go we found whatever is left of dimitri i don't know if those things are coming back we need to go 
All right, let me get, uh, has everyone been medically treated is to the best of our ability up here? Also I don't think Dr. Saladin, I don't think anyone need, helped Dr. Saladin. We need to get to the doctors. Yeah. Beds, medicine. Okay, yeah, let's get them onto into the truck and let's get going. Don't poke us anymore. Did anyone Now we all have to crawl, crawl, climb into the, the one truck, so yes. I'll, I'll get in the back. Let's oh, I hope, I hope that the, uh, it's not too bumpy of a ride. <laughs> oh, the shock absorbers on this thing is, are really good, I'm sure. Oh, that's great. Probably the three trucks, it's the nicest. Yeah. I would bet. Yeah, it's a, it's an official ranger. Like hell. It's a ranger vehicle, so. Hopefully another bomb or whatever that was doesn't go off. Oh, okay. someone's very bright light. I pipe. No, not your pipe. <laughs> Some, it went up. It me. went up with the explosion. Somebody help me with Doctor Augustine. Now I'll help you, Cornelius. I think I'm the the, the most able person right now. Let's All put right. him in the cab. Let let let's put. I think it'll be less bumpy for him in there. Yeah, we need to get Doctor Augustine to the same hospital that Zeb's at. Don't think you should fold him though. Maybe he should stay He's flat. <laughs> We could we could time to the roof of the of the cab. I think there you we go. could all lie in the back. Like a deer. <laughs> like we could deer. like we could lay him across the cab, right? Like just put his feet in my lap. I can still do the stick oh, and the sure. steering wheel. Use rope, tie him to the hood. Hopefully he won't start coughing up blood all over you as you're <sighs> I've seen worse since you all have gotten here, so I think I'll be all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you get into the truck and uh, miraculously you make it down to Garrison. Straight for the doctor's office. And are the people still alive in Garrison? The people are alive in Garrison and it seems like the entire town is gathered at the uh, at the uh, general store. Their, their eyes aren't all glazed over, are they? No, they're all in a fervor. Like They see the truck coming and they're rushing up to the truck. They're like, what happened? What's going on? Where's the doctor? On? Where's the doctor? We've got injured from that blast. Where, where's the doctor? Uh, and so the, the doc comes up. He goes, oh, my God. Look, get in here. Gas and, uh, and there's a there's a bunch of able-bodied men who run up and uh, carry Augustine in. And uh, the doctor uh, attempts to do uh, uh, life-saving uh work dr augustine make a yeah. luck roll oh what is my luck oh yeah okay that's all right that's all right i've got okay look. oh free from death's door you have snatched victory from the jaws of defeat and you seem to be looking like you will survive um your uh one of your lungs was punctured um one arm is completely dislocated and it was twisted backwards so that was a lot of fun for them to correct and uh uh but your legs are uh, amazingly fine so uh, you should be ambulatory in a couple of days But uh, yeah, you're gonna have uh, some some long term scarring and and breathing problems and 
So, but he seems to have gotten you past the worst of it, and uh, and it looks like it was it was very nearly fatal. But you seem to be all right. Uh, everyone else who's injured may each make a uh, luck roll. Good luck, good luck with that, Stu. That's, that's just me. Twenty. <laughs> 50, 55 is a fail. Pass. Curse, curse. Perhaps the shock of the whole thing caused Cuthbert's uh, psychosomatic uh, leg to suddenly start working again. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I will allow that to be undone. Yes, the <gasps> sheer shock of it and just adrenaline yeah. has uh, taken him past his his psychosomatic leg thing. Uh, but if you were successful in your luck roll, you may gain another point of. Uh, health if you if you failed no additional gain but no loss uh, as the doctor uh, and uh, some volunteer staff applied their medical treatments to you as well um, several vehicles um, drive up and it's like the uh, the town fire brigade so they're driving up oh no um, now when you guys looked up at the scarring you didn't see any any flames so the forest is not on fire, but they don't know that. So they're going up there just to, just to, you know, check out the fire tower. Maybe if they'll find enough left of Bob that we won't have to explain his passing. Maybe we should tell them not to go up there. Why? What are we going to say? That, that there are alien monsters that are attacking planet Earth. Yeah, and they're going to believe a bunch of people with concussions, you know? Get to well, then it at least won't be our fault. They, they got Dimitri. I, I'm almost certain they did. There, there was some weird canister-like container with his voice emanating from it. I, I you know what? I'm going to sleep for the next month. And when I wake back up, we can talk about this. What if about the glowing month, cave? We'll probably have Nemesis get us before you wake oh. up. What about the glowing cave? It's not by the tower. Watches. They can't see it from the tower because the tower is gone. No, but I mean, do we need to pull ourselves together and go back? We do. As soon as I get, as soon as I can inhale again without wincing in pain, I think at least these two ribs broke. Well, Dr. Augustine's definitely out. Poor Zeb, who knows how long he's going to be gone. We're all kind of injured. You know, Miss Thomas, I think um, you should gather a team and take over while we recover here in town. Okay. Do you I think have a like a idea. lot of cousins who have <laughs> strange skills? The Thomas family. <laughs> Not the England family. Well, it, was, uh, it was just me and Sylvia. Well, I know a family you could get in contact with. We would happily send dying men. Arlo, it's a miracle. <laughs> Funny episode though. <laughs> Cordova, Cordova's to the rescue. Cabrera's to the rescue. Cabrera. From Spain. Straight from Spain. Yeah, no, I think I guess we're gonna have to recover for a couple of days at least. We can only hope that there were really only four of those things. And so the one that set the blast and imitated Dimitri 
is operating at a disadvantage. Well, I don't I know so. if it was one of them uh, trying to trick me as Dimitri or if it was actually Dimitri in some sort of like prison box or canister or something. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't verify. I was not going to stick around to find out. I don't know. Why I don't know how they... we're going to ex explain all these disappearances. Sylvia, Dimitri, Vasily, the blast. all of these people that they... we are the last people to have been in contact with. They, there was a massive explosion at the fire station. We don't know what happened. Um, they were having a tea party on top of the fire watch. But why? Without us, and then it all blew up. Why did they blow it up? They don't Evidence? know what caused the explosion. Why did? I don't know. So you saw some kind of what you described them as. I thought they were, I was afraid they were egg sacs. The things you said were stuck up on the underside of parts of the tower. It must have been some kind of explosive. You know, perhaps that was the vantage at which you could see where the nemesis cousin landed and they didn't want anyone to be able to see that. Maybe they always destroy the evidence when they murder humans. If they wanted to kill us all, and they knew we were in the observatory, why not blow up the observatory? Well, they, they almost killed us all just by blowing up the fire tower at that distance. But before, before it blew up, didn't, didn't one of you or both of you say that you saw flashing lights? Yes, yes I a did. series I saw of that. them. Wasn't, weren't those explosions? They, I don't believe know. so. And, and those lights were like through the. Um, the the superstructure that was holding mm. up the the fire tower they they must have been explosions you saw the explosions before the the sound and the yeah and where they and us. where they were was there was a series of them going up the tower and that's they that's about where they were placed when we were there why? i don't know how about you go out in the woods and ask them Dr. Long, if you don't ask the questions, you never understand what's going on. Why, why are you so against asking the questions? I don't know. Maybe it's because I almost got blasted the kingdom come today. Today's not a good day. But why? Yesterday wasn't any better. We almost all died also. I don't know. Why were they taking people's brains, Zeno? I'd like to ask around town and see if anyone just has seen anything strange, knows anything about this, heard any weird rumors, anything like that, since everyone seems to be gathered around anyway. Ask about the rabies while you're out there. Mm -hmm. If any animals be... have been acting strange, have we seen yeah. anything weird, anything like that? Well, that reminds uh, me. Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, Dr. Baxter, that reminds me that 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 rabid dog that that bit you how's that wound coming it's it doesn't look like it's getting infected is it keeper i think it's healing normally right healing yeah okay. healing normally i mean probably i just tore a few stitches out of it uh excruciatingly thanks to the fact that i didn't i thought it'd be fun to ride in the back of the truck and point a shotgun at the sky i, I just hold my glass sure of water that... near him and see if he flinches <laughs> nope, he doesn't have he doesn't have hydrophobia. 
know, just as as long as you, you whatever affected those creatures aren't isn't infecting you. If you see the if you see the color of my iris change, uh, put me down without pause. Well, you can pause, get a second opinion. But if I if my eyes turn white, yeah, just put me down. So Edith, you talk to some of the local townsfolk and uh, you have heard, you know, a couple of folks talking about how there were some uh, crazed uh, wildlife and uh, that they, uh, uh, they put them down. They figured it, it could be some kind of, of, you know, maybe rabies, maybe some kind of, of uh, just weird seasonal something um and uh but it doesn't seem like it's it's really come down out of the mountains uh these were people who are uh doing some um just recreational you know sport hunting and they had they had been walking up into the mountains mm-hmm. um but it was you know uh not not very much um and then you have uh kind of heard a couple of things about people saying that um well they suspected something uh uh there was an ill omen uh because people have been seeing the ghost uh reported seeing the ghost of of chief joseph mm-hmm. and uh and and they knew something something bad was gonna happen and, and they suspect that chief you know chief joseph called down lightning that destroyed uh the fire tower they saw you know they could they kind of you know saw some flashes of lightning and uh, and assumed that uh that was the the work of chief joseph and that that's just proof that the ghost is real very well i think perhaps your albino friend has been making appearances around town mm-hmm so um so this was the morning of friday may 13th um so you guys spend the weekend resting so uh uh so now it's monday the 16th it's monday the 16th and you guys have each regained another two hit points. Oh, I'm almost fully restored. Thank goodness. Oh. I haven't been failed by the medical system. Uh, I'm at a measly four still. All right. Do I feel any luckier? <laughs> do you feel luckier? You do feel luckier. Um, you may have 10 points of luck restored. Thank you. Dr. Augustine, you're feeling uh, better. Your arm is in a sling. In a, you know, it's it's uh, not casted because uh, um, Garrison's not set up for that. But 
it's in a sling and uh it's not like it's broken it was just dislocated you know really bad but it's been popped back into place um so yeah you're you feel like you were right at death's door but you've stepped away from that door yes now you're just on the welcome mat yes i i am barely alive if this was the 1970s they would have replaced you with some bionic parts rebuild him oh dr dr baxter you're no longer limping cuthbert Oh my God! You're you're right. It, well, that's the damnedest thing. You walk first up the hill from now on. <laughs> now that you're the speediest one. Oh God! I don't know what happened. Just, well, just we got uh, we got we got shaken up and put back together. Um, has where is? Edith, where did you spend the weekend? That's a good question. I suppose in town. I don't want to be alone. I'm not yeah. going to go back to Sylvia's house or the observatory. So. Every uh, there were there were uh, beds available at the doc's house. He, you know, they called in cots. They got, you know, they cleared out furniture and they made a a makeshift, um, you know, almost like a little hospital uh, there and expanded his uh, temporarily expanded his uh facility so he was able to take care of everybody under one roof but he wanted to keep a close eye on everyone and didn't feel comfortable transporting anybody so uh through the weekend and you guys have have kind of um recuperated enough to feel ambulatory if you so desire and thanks to hank for the pipe yeah thanks um, what about gossip from the townsfolk regarding their trip up to the mountain? Did they drag the vehicles down for the wreckage? Did they, etc.? Yeah, yeah, good point. They did uh, tow and drag those vehicles down and out. Um, my assumption is when you gathered, um, you know, the the injured and put them into the uh, the the fire uh, the ranger truck, uh, you got you know your books and stuff because they, everything inside the cabs they all stayed inside the cabs so you're able to collect all of your books the alien weapons um you know all that was inside the cab uh and you've collected your your you know uh, personal effects so yeah they brought the they brought the vehicles down and they're just basically uh towed behind the general store uh where they're gonna sit and probably get uh um, cannibalized for parts. Um, all right, so we have to uh, prepare ourselves physically and emotionally to see what has happened at the observatory. Um, you know, uh, Sylvia's house was destroyed in the in the explosion, and uh, and so uh, people have uh, accepted um, her death and the the ranger's death uh as to uh due to due to act of god is what they're calling it Jeez. Uh, hmm. lightning strike and and the subsequent destruction that you know freak destruction destruction that came from that lightning strike has anyone been to the observatory i was wondering if that was also reported as destroyed uh no 
but they're wondering they don't know what happened to uh dimitri and vasile they they seem to have run away they have not been answering squawks after all i'm concerned about those sasquatches i wonder how well they fared in all of that well what type of condition is the truck uh that we came down in the the ranger truck is that that's in good condition yeah i mean we're we're feeling pretty much better I mean, should we should we check i think we have to uh with mindfulness about our various injuries uh return to the plan that we left when we were so rudely interrupted by a, a case of cabbages and a yeah. case of uh, zucchini. Yeah, maybe some fresh water. Uh, a sack of potatoes and mm -hmm. visit our cave friends after we discover whether the observatory is full of you know, crab monster babies. I, I think my guess is they left because you wouldn't blow anything up if you were planning on staying. Unless- Blow like, it up when you're leaving. Un unless it did, it was the only place with a good vantage point to see where that crash might've been. I don't know. I don't think that they cared whether we saw anything at all. Well, maybe they didn't until they realized two nights ago we killed two of them maybe but they, they still they blew up why not just chop it down why blow up the whole valley well they they had prepared their explode they had prepared the explosives ahead of time okay well that makes me even think more that they blow it up when they get ready to leave but why would they blow it up when they left to cover but, up any evidence of themselves being Why would here. they care about evidence? They seem somewhat surreptitious, don't they? I don't know. They seem I to can't. want to hide tracks of themselves. But there were more tracks of them and more areas that they've come in contact with. Not it just feels like tower. it's easier to hide yourself if you just take the bodies with you and you don't create yeah, fantastic explosions. I just explosions. don't know why they would... I can't get it out of my mind. Why would they blow up the tower? Why would they blow up the whole area? Well, maybe they didn't intentionally. Well, maybe they didn't. I mean, if maybe something if went this wrong. person we've seen in the woods set it off. Uh, but uh, what if <coughs> what if it caused a <coughs> cave-in for the Sasquatches? I fear they may just be dead. I mean, that they were much closer to it than we were, and look how we fared. But well, they, we should go up there anyway and see what's going on. I agree. And bringing food just in case. If they're alive, they're that, probably going to want it. There's a local gas station, I'm guessing. Yeah, there's probably. a gas station along with the uh, um, general store okay, that Buffington so runs. I'd like to take 10, 15 minutes and just bring our rent-a-car over there fill it up with gas, fill up the tires, top off the, the oil, make sure it's ready to go. So when we get back here, if we have to leave quickly, we're ready. I like that forethought. 
And we've got guns. <laughs> if, if any of you are good with a rifle, <clears throat> I have a rifle in my <clears throat> car. I'll, I'll stick with my shotgun, but I appreciate the offer. Yeah, I think shotguns can do more damage to those things. Hit them all over the place. All right, so I've got a shotgun too. All right. You know, I think I'd handed my shotgun over because I was going to use my pistol, but given that I was in the back of the vehicle, I maybe we should all be rearming at Hanks. Um, my pistol's probably rusty in the woods somewhere underneath Augustine's tree. Could could someone run into Hanks for me and check to see if they have any 32 revolver ammunition. Gotta go anyway. I'm fearful if I look for it. So you're walking better, but you're superstitious. Very interesting. I'll go see if they have any for you. Thank you. They do. (sighs) I'm gonna get some beef jerky as well as all this Sasquatch food. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I hope we'll find the observatory intact. But Buffington, to find out. Buffington comments, you guys are looking a lot better. Oof. You were in some pretty rough shape coming down uh, out of the mountain. Very fortunate to have made it out of all of that alive. You saw terrifying. the trucks. I felt like the one that had the axle turned sideways. I think I'm always going to favor this leg. wonder we didn't all get killed. Actually, we went, Cornelius and I did go to the observatory to get the truck. Was it still oh, standing? Right. Yeah. yeah. It looked. The, was it looked, the, was yeah. the, the building was still standing? Okay. Yeah, everything's still fine there. It was far enough away from the blast. Sure. Got it. Yeah. We could okay. check the area where, uh, where, where the canister was, but uh, I think. I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I, I think it's. Yeah better to check on the Sasquatch cave and then if there's a fire road that's leading in the direction of the crash site if, it, if there's a fire road that would facilitate a, a more rapid approach on truck then why not it might actually be easier now there's a lot of forest felled Well, well easier to, to see, out. but certainly not to drive, because that means more debris all over the fire trails. Yeah, lots of debris. But if there if there's a good size fire, like major fire breaks are like thirty feet across, so there there might be drivable passages in that. All right, so you guys are all heading back up into the mountains and yes. not going to the observatory, but going to go and check on the Sasquatch. Yes, with plenty of food for them. Okay. All right. Uh, like before, you make it uh, to a certain point by truck, and then eventually, it's just you gotta gotta get out and 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 hoof it. Um, so you guys are doing that, carrying um, all of your gear, and you're only bringing mundane weapons. You're leaving the uh, the alien weapons um, yeah. in the truck. You're leaving the books and stuff in the truck. Well, I imagine that we've got rooms or something now in the town, right? Sure. 
so we probably, we probably left, left them there. Them there. Yeah. Okay. Left them there. Great. All right. So you guys head up in the truck and you've got uh, the, the produce and your weapons and you start uh, hiking uh, up and you make it back up to that, uh, that valley area that I've talked about. And you know that if you head up into the, uh, on the left side, you can get up to those caves uh, where the Sasquatch were. One cave was open. One cave seemed to have like a, a boulder corking it, and it had a weird green glow uh, kind of leaking out from around that uh, cork. And the open one is where uh, Edith had her encounter with the family of Sasquatch. What's the valley here like after the blast? Are the trees all knocked down? Or Yes, the trees are knocked down. It, it looks like a major blast has come through here and just laid everything down well hopefully they're okay well trying to find the any potential impact sites going to be difficult now yeah it could yeah. be buried it could be it hidden under different angles of incidents um uh so uh friends i, I think we should make our uh, weapons uh unobtrusive and again mm -hmm. ms thomas should sort of lead the approach to the hopefully still present cave dwellers a couple of us can can bear obvious foodstuffs right behind her that sounds like a good idea can we i'd like to assess when we get to the cave i'd like to assess it i mean is it caved in is it does it look yep. yeah all right uh so you guys make your way up um as those who were here before um you're you're taking that familiar path again up and um, uh, the blast has just just cleared away, stripped away uh, any of the, uh, the, the trees that were up here and just left bare rock. It's almost easier to climb now because what trees have fallen, you're almost able to use them almost as a faux stairwell, right? You're kind of climbing up this in addition with the, uh, the rock face. And uh, as you get up there, you can see the two caves up ahead. Um, it looks like the, the cave that was corked with a boulder, that boulder is, is gone. Both cave entrances look open and dark. What if the whole point of the explosion wasn't for its effect on the surface, but what it would do underground? What do you mean? collapsing something something subterranean a cave in i mean it's not why not, that put, the, here. Why not put the bomb in the cave uh, math you don't want to blow up what's in the cave you want to seal something off but not destroy everything yeah seal up all the surface entrances but these aren't these aren't sealed but i am just curious if if the intended effect wasn't for something above ground at all they just needed the buffer of the ground between between it. I don't know. Just a thought. The legends do say that they live underground. Like ants. Also, Bo, though, in the Great War, there were airburst bombs because you didn't want to dampen your explosion with all that heavy matter that allow it to blossom in light air 
at any rate, um, if this first, if the lower cave is empty, then uh, we're going to have a lot of cabbage soup for the next week. Well, we could leave maybe half the food in the cave. I mean, well, they may come back and visit it in the future. We don't know if they're still in there or not. So it's. I think we should check check first before. And yeah. if they're and if the cave is empty, it, no signs that they've been killed or anything like that. We could just leave all of the food here for them to survive on. Mm. Not necessarily think that we need it. Yes, let's go. Let's go. I cautiously, quietly, making my presence known. Going into I, the cave. I would. Hum, hum that tune again, perhaps. Yes, that that is the plan. All right. You start going into the cave, and you can see, uh, recalling and comparing it to your previous uh, visit, um, the cave seems uh, more chaotic. Uh, there's uh, stones uh, everywhere, and, and you can see uh, chunks of the of the what were the walls and ceilings of the cave have collapsed, and so. You know, there's a whole portion of a wall that looks like it's kind of slid and is uh, uh, blocking off about 50% of the tunnel entrance. You kind of have to climb up and over it to kind of get past that now. But uh, you go into the depth where you feel like this is where you had discovered and communicated with that family, uh, but uh, there's no one here. Nothing here. Yeah. No, no, like bodies or anything like that either. It's just empty. Mm -mm. Okay, nothing. And and on your previous visit, there was a body at the cave That's entrance. True. That one's gone. All right, I'll report back. I'm wondering if maybe these this group hasn't just packed up and left. Maybe they were um, uncomfortable with us finding them where they were and decided to leave. And you guys were licking your wounds all through the weekend, so it's been a couple of days since you've Has. been able to. Uh, to come up here it could have been used moving them it could have been their rather unfriendly neighbors or you know the freak ecological disaster that just Very occurred. True. They, have, they have every every reason to leave here i agree well let's let's well, see what this other cave is yeah maybe maybe leave some of the food that lasts the longest here and then bring the stuff that's more perishable with us in case we run into them farther along that sounds reasonable. Like potatoes would probably last the longest. Maybe we could leave our batch of potatoes here. So do we want to um, explore this cave here or do we want to go to the impact site or are we looking for these creatures? Well, sources of suspicious green light I think should be investigated. That's true. But you said it's dark, right, John? That we yeah. don't see a light? Interesting. Yeah. Now it's daytime where you're at, so the That's cave true. looks dark in there. Give me a flashlight, maybe. It could be that the glow was actually quite dim, but in the middle of the night it looked quite bright. In the day it, it was, might be almost It was invisible. just dusk, but yes, it might be hard to see during light. Also, you know, the, again, the cave entrance was occluded before. We don't know whether any of the uh, intentional actors moved the boulder or whether the violence to blast did. Well, let's but go I'll, carefully and, and check and see if there's any evidence of 
Um, Sasquatch or Miko? Okay. So everyone goes into the second cave. All right. Uh, so this cave, uh, it uh, it's not as deep as the other cave. It's it's much more shallow, uh, and because and maybe it's because of that shallowness, um, it's sturdier. You know, there's not so much void in there, and uh, so it doesn't seem to be as um, damaged as the other one was. Mm -hmm. um so as you go into this uh shallow cave um and you you play your torches around there's a there's a portion of the floor that is um highly highly scorched it it looks like there was some sort of of heat source that was just like burning the the stone ground and it in in it radiating out evenly so you just see this black scorch mark that just kind of you know radiates out, and it's a it's a you know it's a circle on the ground uh, or a rough circle uh, that's probably you know three feet in diameter, um, and uh, you do see uh, kind of at the perimeter uh, about four uh, pretty good sized you know maybe like uh, mouse sized. Uh, chunks of rock that have a uh, green uh, uh, glow to them. Four of them. D the cave that we're in. Does in the that, cave. Yeah. Does it? Does it? Considering the size of these creatures that we saw the other night, um, does the cave look like it's large enough to hold a spaceship that could hold those things? But well, the the family of of Sasquatch, this cave does not look part big enough to have been used as a as a family dwelling for that family, which is probably why they were in the other cave. So you couldn't fit a ship in here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how you would describe a ship, but it was. I mean, this entire cave is probably the size of uh, a double car garage, but. But the cars would be, you know, in in uh, single file. You can put two cars in here. The, given that the, the the attackers in the observatory were bigger than human sized, mm -hmm. there's no way that four of those and the vessel that came was parked in here. Right. But yeah, that that doesn't seem logical. Um, it, if you can just even extrapolate what a what a vehicle like that would be. Now, I mean, well, you know, you you've heard big. rumors of these things. Did they? Did they ever reported to you spacecraft? I don't know. How else is something going to fly around? I mean, they can fly, but keep in mind though that that cave networks can can have a cavern and then a little tiny passage into a much larger cavern. Maybe uh, there's I, a little crevice we're missing. Well, I guess I was I was just assuming that the glowing green thing was their ship which they hid in the cave. But if it's not big enough, I didn't see the cave. I was just going by what you guys said. There was the, I mean, these, these rocks are luminescent. They could have been the green glow, but they, there's some kind of incendiary. Could they be the incendiary that occurred in here? So uh, long, 
Uh, do you know what stone this is? I am not a geologist, but I I can tell you one thing. I've never seen a stone that's glowed before. But you've seen meteorites, haven't you? What What is this? Is this a meteorite? Uh, again, I, I don't know of any rock on this planet that glows like this, so if it's rock at all, it must have come from outer... Are these pieces glowing on the floor? Yeah, yeah there's four chunks, each about the size of this, and each chunk is glowing. If I hold my hand over one of them, does it, is it uh, feel warm? There is warmth radiating off it. But not hot. If I lick a finger and touch it, do I get a sizzle? Um, yeah, not a sizzle. You know, it's not like touching a, a hot fry pan, but... Uh, warm potato, uh, maybe? Yeah, warm potato. Could that be... Now, I'm assuming you just kind of licked and just right. did a quick tap, tap and release. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, so they're hot. They're toasty. Uh, we should we should uh, hollow out uh, four of the spuds to carry them. Um, we probably shouldn't have excessive contact with them since we don't know what the source of this warmth is. But it's not like a chemical warmth because, I mean, I and and the scorch mark on the floor is is much more substantial than say the fire pit that the. Sasquatch much more substantial. So the the main object here was very hot, much bigger. Maybe they, maybe they broke something into pieces. Maybe they dragged whatever fell into here and broke it apart. It's possible. Uh, these do these shards look uh, like round river pebbles or like broken shards? Broken. Yeah. So what? If, so what if they were trying to chip things, chip something apart, and it wasn't going fast enough? So then they needed a heat source. They, they were they were heating it up maybe to to separate it, and so they did their little light show at the uh, fire tower to finish it off. Well, um, the color of these growing glowing fragments is greenish. Uh, isn't that also the predominant color of Nemesis? Nemesis is red, if I recall correctly. I with a green was... glow. Oh, red with a green red glow. Red with a green glow. I think this is one of the sort of, um, you know, the, the family of objects that both precedes and follows the main body we... of your... We should definitely take take this and bring it back with us to uh, maybe even to Miskatonic. I can uh, use a separate out its band, see what it's made out of, um, place the yes, elements in it. But we have to I can't do that them, here. Have to transport them carefully. Again, I feel like if we. I mean, we could just stuff the four of them into a sack of potatoes, I suppose, rather than individually case them. But I think we should hope we want to retain whatever energy or heat is inside them rather than let it dissipate. But we also, I don't think, want to be in direct contact with it. No, I wouldn't want to touch it. All right, so 
are we going to are we assuming then that this whatever it is is the meteorite we i want to check the, the try to find an impact site also but i i would assume that whatever the, it was that fell was in here the okay. body of this is gone we're just looking at bits that remain okay so the object was put into the cave Mm -hmm. And then the cave was closed up. Mm -hmm. Do we think the Sasquatch did that? Quite no. possibly. Uh, they 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 could have, but so I think because these these fragments, right? Something broke this apart, or they gathered fragments in here. But I again, I'm thinking that that why would you need to expect a massive explosion? Well, perhaps it was to break this up. So if we go back to ground zero of where the fire tower used to be, we might find more pieces of this. Mm. Now, my hypothesis is quite different. Cuthbert, what do you think? No. Well, for, for the sequence of events to make sense, the meteorite falls, the mm -hmm. Sasquatch see it, they hide it, in the in the cave and close it up maybe because they're afraid of it it's bad magic and then the migo come looking for it and then they find it and they take it that is much more in keeping with my anticipation yes the primitives yes, thought the magic glowing rock was worth putting in a cave because there's no reason why the migo would put it in a cave so, maybe, so, so perhaps you do a surface yes. explosion to clear the area so you have an easier time finding it. Yeah, maybe. Again, I, I don't. I would be surprised if they blew that up just as an exit. Well, the other thing is that um, the, uh, our crab uh, visitors um, seem not to be terribly resilient physically. Um, they, you know, they took on the Sasquatch and, and one of them got torn to shreds. They took on you in the observatory and two of them were blasted, um, which is why they employ subterfuge. Um, and so, you know, they might have known that the Sasquatch had the, uh, the, the nemesis attendant object, but they fought them for it and lost and they had to employ another tactic. To clear the Sasquatch out of the way so they could retrieve their glowing bauble. Dr. Long, do we think that the nemesis comes here, that this is not the first time, that it comes here occasionally? Don't comets follow cycles? This thing is, does not move like any comet I've ever I was seen just wondering if maybe the comet is where the Migos come from. We have read that this has returned and, and left in the past. And there's always disasters, aren't there, when comets come? There were, uh, it is written, serpent people who were, were extinct after a visit from Nemesis. Maybe all their brains got taken from them. And, and didn't didn't but the, but the Migo have been you according to your legends they've been here for quite a long time. 
yeah, all over the they've, earth. They've like, been fought. There's, there's pictures uh, in uh, Nepal that show them, the monks fighting them off with sticks. So I, I, I don't believe they, they come from the comet, but they're definitely interested in it. But, but, but wasn't, didn't you say, uh, Dr. Long, that, or I'm not sure who discovered this, but that the, that Nemesis changed course? It changes direction. Which, which is, it's clearly not a, com no comet does that from yes. my understanding. I mean, it sounds like it's, there's some sort of intelligence behind a, a course like a ship. direction. Exactly. Could it be a ships, ship? ships in, in space? I... Yeah, it makes no sense, but gravitational pull or... or uh... Uh, yes, I know how, I understand. Look, things just don't change directions like that. They have to be acted upon by some kind of force. Exactly. Well, an advanced enough civilization, maybe they could build ships in space. Hmm. Like a sailing ship. But why is a part of it? I don't know. I, I don't know. There's so much weird stuff going yeah, on. Exactly. I, I don't think. I don't think it's a ship. Maybe they're just weird rock collectors. We don't know. Well, we don't until have we can get this back to a laboratory to study it more, it's all just yeah. conjecture. I don't know what this is. I don't think the Sasquatch are here anymore. I don't no. see any reason for us to stay any longer. Other. I just want to. I mean, check the crash site check again just go through the devastation at okay. right, if we can you think it's it. up and over the ridge the crash site yeah it should be at north yeah, north end of this valley all right let's go check ridge let's bring the rock bring the rocks i'll, I'll leave some of my heartier food back in the uh in in the cave just in case well we, we, we need to empty out some containers so we can fix these rocks we, there's no reason for us to take all this food we'll just oh, exactly just, and it could yeah. help Let's put one rock each in a cabbage and carry four cabbages and leave the rest behind. Cabbages won't, um, cabbages are good insulators, no doubt, for strange glowing rocks. Sure. Cabbage on it. And carry them right here next to your head on your shoulder. Be fine with the cabbage. Who, who and how are you, uh, putting these rocks into bags. Well, my idea would be to use burlap sacks from, from the potatoes to scoop them up and then just carry them in a box. That's what I was thinking. I don't know why we're stuffing them into vegetables. Yeah. I like insulation. I don't want their, I don't want their heat to run out before we can have a good look at them. So if we just, you know, core a cabbage for each one, shove it in and then put that in a sack, I don't want to carry a box. That's uncomfortable. I want to throw something over my shoulder. We don't happen to have any particularly large turnips by any chance, do we? <laughs> Can we just say that we take them out using certain precautions? That uh... <laughs> Do you really want to insulate them in the cabbage? I, I do. I don't. Okay. No, that's fine. Insulate them in some way. Yeah. All right. All right, so each one is inside the you've 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 roughly cored out a cabbage and stuffed a, a stone into each one. So there's four cabbages, each with a stone heart now, um, and they're all in a bag that Dr. Baxter's carrying. Mm -hmm. I like it, and all it'll right. be interesting when we get back to the observatory to see whether the heat has cooked these cabbages significantly. 
if it has, we'll know that that heat is persistent and perhaps dangerous, and and make you know make adjustments for that. Get some uh, something safe like asbestos to wrap them in. Why are we going back to the observatory now? We're not. We're going up the ridge, but I assume we're going to the observatory before we return to town. The observatory right. is important. So you guys head to the north end of the valley. Um, and while there, everyone can, anyone who's there may attempt a spot hidden roll. Ooh, 18. 46 is the success. Hard. 24. Now we all get good rolls. 33. Now that we're all not right. Cornelius, for sure, with this hard success. Anybody with a hard success, um, you follow the uh, the valley to the northern end, and sure enough, there is a fairly sizable impact crater. Mm -hmm. Well, now we can confirm. Maybe we'll find fragments of little green rocks, in which case we'll know that this is where it came from. There are some, but they're very, very tiny. But even though they're tiny, they're still warm or glowing? There are little dots of green glow to them, yeah. And if you if you're like right on top of it, you can feel the warmth coming off it. But at being so small, they don't give off a lot of heat. Well, do we have a grape for each one that we can perhaps? Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. Well, I would like to gather up as many little fragments as I can find. But this, the broken pieces here. Um, yeah, some of it broke on impact, but if if the Sasquatches did indeed gather it all, then they must have, I mean, something broke off these smaller, the medium sizes, we'll call them pieces as well. So they might've been broken when they were transported or they just gathered up all the, all the clumps of it they could find of any relevant size and brought it to the cave. Seems as if there was a central mass. Given the, uh... Your uh, understanding of cosmology, Dr. Long, and the injuries to the foliage and the size of this impact, how large an object do you think might have hit? Well, nothing. Well, can I make a physics roll? You certainly that? may. You certainly may. Could I make one too, actually? A yes. 32 is a hard success on physics. Mm. Ooh, I have at 11. It's also hard to success, yeah. Yeah, uh, both Edith and Frederick uh, concur that probably the object was about four feet in diameter. So that's quite consonant with the burn mark in the topmost cave. Mm-hmm. And I guess the, uh, the Sasquatch that brought it there... Um... That's what burned him. Must have been fairly round. They must have had to roll it. Something that large must have weighed a ton. Well, half of it, I mean, half of it was burned. So if it carried as carried it over its shoulder like this, yeah, it would definitely it, that localized burning. Four feet. You you just did physics. Something that's four feet across is going to weigh like three tons. Yeah, but then again, I couldn't tell you about you know eighteen. 12 to 18 foot tall Sasquatches living out in the woods that can throw boulders at things. So. Yeah, they were they were holding beach ball sized boulders with one hand. 
So one of them couldn't have been strong enough to carry it by itself. And and I was when I saw the and first one. the size of the object does not correlate to its weight. Thomas. It could have been four feet in diameter, but not weight all that much. Well, I mean, how heavy how heavy are these pieces that we have with us? Right. Are they heavy or light? Uh, they don't seem to have a lot of weight to them. You, yeah, it, you it, the, the bag is not substantially heavier. It feels like you've got four cabbage heads. They're not very, they're not, they're not dense at all. It's just and, it's the heat that's. And yet when it hit the ground, it didn't shatter into a million pieces. But that's it, interesting it, too. Well, a lot of it did. And it might, it might, yeah, it's, I mean, there's flakes of this stuff everywhere. There may have been, yeah, who knows how many more pieces from the initial. You have to come back here at night, which I'm not keen to do. A lighter thing would slow down more in atmosphere. I think we need to get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking um, around this crash site, does it seem like there's animal noises and such here, or are they all gone now? It is incredibly quiet. So many of them would have been killed by the explosion. And I'm wondering if the rest got that glazy-eyed, maybe maybe exposure to this does something, mutates them somehow, and, and that's why we have all these crazed birds and dogs about Well, uh, that's something we can test, Cuthbert. We have pieces of it now. We, yeah. we can actually be scientists and test for these things instead of endlessly guessing at uh, oh, exactly. Yeah. So we want to analyze these pieces of star uh, waste. Do we want to formally close the observatory? Should we go there and lock it up? Or long, do you need to look at Nemesis from the observatory again? I, I, we need to get, I want to get their records uh, if we didn't grab those. If we didn't have the foresight to grab those and bring them back. I think, I think we grabbed us. them. We, okay, yeah. They certainly took some paperwork. I... Astrological data that they've collected. Okay, I don't I don't know why we would go back. After what Cornelius said he saw with Dimitri, I'm very hesitant to return. I don't what? know. It's clear oh. that there's still at least one of them left. I don't know. I feel like we need to get back to Providence. Hmm. Dr. Augustine, how are you feeling? I'm okay. I just thought I would leave the, <coughs> the more continuous talking to you, but because <coughs> I'm not in the best of ways still. But I agree with you, Zeno, for once. We should get back to Providence. Hmm. Well, well, Edith, I... I, I don't know if you have any further prospects of employment here, but I think I can pull some strings and get you uh, some kind of position at Miskatonic. That would be appreciated. I don't, I don't think there's a future in Garrison for me. Frankly, I don't want to stay around. The, the Academy could certainly arrange for a stipend for you for the interim period, however long that might be. Um, well, the Tuesday Night Academy may want to come back at some point to survey the uh, the um, the observatory, but I think if we leave some time uh, between now and then, the the Migo, if there are any left, should uh, hopefully vacate here. 
Well, let's have this lovely conversation on our way back to our truck that will take us safely to Garrison so we can get out of here. Yes. We're walking to the truck. I can't believe that nobody else wants to go back to the observatory to close it up or anything. Well, it's on the way. It's just 10 minutes out of the yeah, way, isn't I, it? Yeah, we can swing by. Kind of on the way. It's not, not far. Not loiter, but just make sure we have collected everything of importance and then be on our way out. I, I should we... gather some of my personal things. That's true. Someone's got to uh, deal with the animal in the barn. I'll um, bring Trotsky down to town. I'm sure Hank can find someone to care for him. But yes, it, it you're right. It needs to be dealt with. We should, you know, we should lock it and perhaps board the windows against. And long, you don't want to look at the thing and check its course. It seems as though we have an observatory. I mean, I understand you were attacked while looking at it, so perhaps you're gun shy. But we're not going to have an observatory when we get back to Providence to check the progress of this. I actually think that's a good idea, Doctor Long. I. I want to take a look at it myself. You have to wait till it's night. I, I mean, see. perhaps, perhaps the our most malicious of visitors from beyond have left. I think they've left. Is there's, it? There's something I need to see, though. I think it might have to do with my dream or. The dream stuff. Well, if I recall correctly, you were told when the time is right. I don't know if looking at it will be the right time, but I suppose I, we, we have one vehicle, and if everybody else is set on waiting it out, then I will wait with you it's at the observatory. I feel there are things that need to be put in order, and uh, again, we don't have an observatory in Providence. Let's, let's go. We can get it over with quickly, I think. Yeah. And as long as we all stick together. Yeah. I'm fine. Okay, so you guys drive to the observatory? Mm-hmm. Okay. You pull up to the observatory. Everything seems quiet. How's Trotsky? So, who wants to go and check on the mule? I'll go check. I, yeah. I'd know how to care for him. So, okay. yeah. I'll head over there too, as I that's will. around the area where I heard Dimitri and saw the canister. True. Doctor Long, let's get all the records that we can find. At the records, I already took the records. Okay. Doctor Saladin as well. Just okay, Doctor Saladin, you feel compelled to go to the house. The house. Yeah, I got it. I'm just going to go look over here. And I start walking towards the house. Okay. Uh, so uh, Edith and Philip and Arlo and Cornelius are heading over to the to the uh, barn. Um, Cornelius is uh, maybe lingering towards the uh, wood line uh, where he had seen the canister. Um, give me a spot hidden, Cornelius. Oh, that's a complete fail. Uh, 94. Okay. It's kind of dark in there, you know, shadowy. Um, so it's hard to see what, what is or isn't in there, but you don't hear any voices. Uh, Edith and Philip and Arlo uh, go into the uh, barn to check on uh, Trotsky. Um, 
Trotsky is all over the barn. He's uh, his uh, circulatory system has been stretched out like a large web. Um, his uh, you know coat is uh, stretched out on the ground. Um, his skeleton is somehow um, standing on its own in the stall, but with nothing on the interior or exterior of his skeleton. Um, the three of you can please give me a sand roll. Fail. Fail. Yeah, fail as well. Fail. And 50 is a failure too. Each of you roll a d3 plus one. Four. I should have known it would be bad, and yet. But Trotsky wasn't like this when Cornelius and I came to get the truck, correct? Correct. Correct. So they've they've been here recently. Now. After the explosion. After the explosion. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm. This is concerning. Uh, Cornelius, were you going to go into the woods? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll not exactly on top of it, but I'll, I'll take five, six, seven steps in the direction towards where I recall it being, and just okay. sort of look again. But I'm not going to be stupid and run all into it. Okay. Yeah, you are really confident that um, whatever that garbage can cylinder was, it's not out there anymore. Yeah. Hmm. All right, uh, Frederick and, and Zeno were in the house, yes? Okay. Uh, Zeno, uh, you go into the house, and it was a very simple uh, structure, if you remember. You know, the door centralized, you go in. It's a living room, kitchenette, kind of central in the building. And then there were four side rooms, you know, four bedrooms. Um, and so you just kind of walk in and... and um, almost like you're kind of just opening yourself and, and, mm -hmm. and kind of pivoting around. And then you feel this compulsion and you start stepping even, you don't even realize that you're walking at first, but you're stepping in the direction of uh, Vasile's bedroom. Okay. Uh, not a room that you've been in, you know, clearly. Uh, but uh, yeah, you approach Vasile's bedroom. Frederick, follow um, yeah, I'm right behind you. I feel something's drawing me. I don't know why. Um, I'm going in here, and I open up the door to Vasily's bedroom. There is a small bed and a side dresser, um, and uh, it's got four drawers, um, and there's a clutter of personal effects on the top of the dresser. And uh, you're kind of pulled to the dresser and just right there on top of the dresser is a small object wrapped or, or uh, in a small uh, golden yellow uh, silk bag. What is this? It's a little bag. And as you open it, you withdraw a crucifix. Um, the crucifix uh, has a design that you're unfamiliar with. Um, you're assuming it's some kind of uh, uh, Russian um, artistry. Uh, 
Um, but centralized on the crucifix, um, in you know, there is a, a, a crucified figure, uh, but then, you know, mounted even on top of that is a, uh, is a strange um, stone. Um, and it has a, it has a, uh, it's a dull, it's not glowing, but it's a, it's a dull uh, stone and it has like a, um, like a green with blue speckles uh, on the stone. And, um, and you feel um, satisfaction in holding it. That what you were looking for? Yes. Well, but let's I go. I don't know why. Um, I'll fold it up. I'll put it in my pocket. We have plenty okay. of time to figure that out, Zeno. Or maybe not. All right, let's go. All right, you emerge from the house. Uh, Cornelius emerges from the wood line, and Edith and Philip and Arlo emerge from the barn. Where's the donkey? Same place as Sylvia, the ranger, and the dog. Uh -huh, so it looks like our, uh, our little fungal friends from the stars haven't left. So All right, well, let's get the hell out of here. Looks like yeah. their, their, their little explosion wasn't a goodbye party after all. I'm going to quickly pack my effects because now I only have the clothes on my back and then I will be ready to go. All right. Long, uh, how, how close would the object nemesis have to be to see it during the daylight? It's on the other side of the planet. What? The planet well, if you rotates, see it at night, the see Earth it at night, is <laughs> down there now. Well, with all its, well, you could see it during the day in the southern hemisphere, but with uh, would have to measure its luminosity, uh, do a lot more calculations. So, looking through their data, I might be able to ascertain that, but I don't have an answer for you right now, uh, Baxter. But I do have their data that they've been collecting, so I might be able to answer it with a little bit more intensive study. All right. Well, if we're gonna lock this place up and leave it empty, I'm gonna. Um discard anything perishable from the kitchen, et cetera, before we go. Um, by the way, the uh, the bag uh, that you're carrying is uh, moist now. Uh, cabbage sweat? Sure. And it's consistent. Is there an ice box? No. Yeah, let's put the sack in a crate and and in the truck rather than me carrying it around. Oh, did it, does it smell like cooked cabbage? It, yeah, there's some sort of odor and uh, the cabbage is uh, turning into a mush. Into a goo. Do we have a metal? Do we have anything metal? Yeah, let's look for a metal crate. Yeah, the, the observatory has something you can use. There must be instruments that came in metal boxes sure. and things. I'm sure like there's probably the the melt crates they probably got like four or six glass bottles of milk in a crate up there. all right so so you transfer the stones to a a, a more appropriate container 
and you uh edith collects personal effects and you guys uh basically button up and uh leave the observatory uh and i i believe you guys are are heading for helena yeah. providence eventually and, and heading to providence via helena gonna uh pick up your companion from hospital and uh and all start heading away as we as 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 the garrison chapter closes with a whisper it's the whisper, so, <laughs> whisper. whisper. whispering don't go to helena <laughs> so right. i think that'll bring this episode to a close this cool. chapter to a close in fact our players included Morgan Llewellyn, Holly Buto, Stuart Lipley, Josh Harwood, David Gasway, and myself with John Hook as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The cost of all of the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game.